Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey everyone, Scott Hansen here from NFL Red Zone. I hope you're checking out one hour of Five Yard Rush, one of the best podcasts on NFL football in the UK. Yo, what's happening, Rush Nation? It's me. I'm back for a Strategy Points podcast, and and this one will be probably quite significantly shorter. Uh, than others I've done. And that's purely because at this point of the season, there isn't that much left to do. Um, Last week's was really the big eye-opening shift. It's how you should play for the rest of the playoffs. So really, if you haven't enacted the advice from that podcast or you didn't listen to it, go back and listen to it. There's a lot of actionable insight in there. I'm not going to repeat that. It's all on the recording. You can go back and listen and watch uh, that one. So instead... I thought I'd just go through a few more trends, uh, some injury updates. Uh, recording this on Friday morning, so um, you know there might be some changes to this as you're uh, as you're doing this or uh, or reviewing this or listening to this, etc. So just keep that in mind. Um, I'm just going to go through sort of the latest injury trends, how it's kind of looking, uh, and we'll go from there. We'll start with Jamar Chase. That's one of the big pieces of news. He is out for this weekend. That's arrow up T Higgins. If you're looking for a real desperation play, I don't know why you would be in the playoffs. <clears throat> Trenton Irwin would likely be that person. It could also mean a fantasy arrow up for Joe Mixon. We might see a bit more Chase Brown. I wouldn't make Chase Brown or Trenton Irwin startable in the playoffs, but they are players to potentially be aware of who could cause a bit of a chaos um, lineup. Uh, for the Steelers, uh, Kenny Pickett is out. Um, and Mitch Trubisky has been benched. That's Mason Rudolph in. That's not great news all round uh, for anybody, really. Uh, Deontay Johnson takes a bit of an arrow down uh, in this scenario, although he has scored a touchdown in the last three weeks. Uh, George Pickens takes an arrow down. 
And a real arrow down is Najee Harris. He really shouldn't be anywhere near your lineups unless you're desperate. Uh, this fantasy week, it looks like all the trend, as I mentioned on last night's show, and you can go back and listen to that, uh, is going to Jalen Warren. So just be a bit careful uh, there. Um, just flicking through Keenan Allen. That's another huge name that is out. Um, so with Eastern stick, it looks like, again, the ball might go a little bit more towards Gerald Everett. He becomes a semi-streamable option, potentially, but he's not getting enough red zone targets to really be reliable. Jo- uh, Josh Palmer appears to be the big uh, winner of this news. Not that there should be a winner, but he's a guy you can put in fantasy lineups. I expect him to put at least streamable flex numbers this week. Um Colts, uh, you got Zach Moss has appeared on the injury report. Um, probably would expect to play, but the fact that Michael Pittman and also Jonathan Taylor are practicing wouldn't be starting Zach Moss in any of your fantasy lineups. It looks like they'll go back to uh Jonathan Taylor at least somewhat significantly this week. Hard to see if his volume will go the whole way with Zach Moss out. That will be so that's an injury that's well worth keeping an eye on. Um, but really, we're looking at that as um. Zach Moss shouldn't be anywhere near your lineups this week. Matt Gay, the kicker, does have a slight hip injury. That's one to monitor if you have Matt Gay in your lineups uh, to see what's going on there. Um, We're waiting to see if he's actually going to practice and uh, log a full practice before the weekend, but you might see a kicking change there, so do keep an eye on that one. Um, We haven't seen Kenneth uh, Walker practice this week. Uh, so he's currently sitting out. Um, that's one to really watch for two reasons. One, if you've got Walker, probably is trending towards him being out, but we need to see what happens today. If he is out, Zach Charbonnet trends massively upwards into a top 20 running back, given the role and the game script there. It is a difficult matchup against the Titans, but he will get a significant amount of volume, as we've seen when Kenneth Walker has been out. So if you have uh Charbonnet keep an eye on the Kenneth Walker situation Kenneth Walker could be someone that shouldn't be playing too much in your fantasy lineups this weekend um we also have quite a few Titans that have got injuries we've got um I'd argue they've probably got the longest injury list which if they've been eliminated from contention uh it's going to be an interesting one so we've got Will Levis um he has got an ankle injury uh, he is yet to play, so we could see Ryan Tannehill back this week. That could be quite a good thing for uh, DeAndre Hopkins. Uh, I don't think Will Levis has necessarily been slinging it. And I don't think the Titans will risk him with pretty much nothing to to play for. Uh, Traylon Burks has an illness, um, so we'll be interesting to see if he can recover in time to play that. At this point, I imagine he probably will. But just keep an eye on that one. Again, not a player that should be near your fantasy lineups anyway, given the lack of production this year. Nick Westbrook-Keen has gone on to IR with a hand injury. So, you know, if you had him in the super deep league, as I do in one, uh, you can just put him away for the season. Um, And then we've got the scenario of what's going on. Although there's no injury to uh, Derek Henry, he's a difficult player to start this week unless... um, you're really confident he's going to get high volume. We see more and more Tarjay Spears. That's just one with nothing to play for. Maybe they put him uh, on a reduced role for the rest of the year with nothing to play for. Um, 
Alexander Matteson has an ankle injury. I talked about him on last night's show. He shouldn't be anywhere near your lineups. He's actually droppable in, in redraft formats for sure. Um, <clears throat> it, the only reason to keep an eye on this one is more to see if Ty Chandler is going to get the majority of the play. If Alexander Matteson doesn't go, um, and he hasn't practiced this week, so he hasn't been officially ruled out, but the fact he hasn't practiced, if he doesn't practice today, it's unlikely he's going to play this weekend, and that will only mean um, good news for Ty Chandler fantasy owners. So just keep an eye on on that one uh, moving forward. Um, Brian Robinson Jr., he is someone who hasn't practiced yet, um, so he's one that we need to keep an eye on. Um, he we have to see what happens today. It doesn't look particularly good because he did miss. Um, he has been missing since the bye. He went down in practice. Uh, he went down in, in the game bef- before their bye. And then we haven't really seen him since. So it's be interesting to see what happens there uh, with Robinson, but it's not looking great for him to play. Um, and also Jonathan Williams, who took a uh, 22% of the snaps. He, um, he is also not practiced. He's in the concussion protocol. So it looks like it's potentially an Antonio Gibson um, and Chris Rodriguez Jr. backfield. I'm not starting either of those if that's the scenario. The only player I'm really interested in starting, I talked about this on last night's show, what I think about Washington, is um, Brian Robinson. If he's out, then I'm probably benching all commanders, especially against the Jets, who have um, no Zach Wilson and no Aaron Rodgers. Um also, if you're an IDP player, Jordan Whitehead is trending towards being out, but we'll see what happens there. Um, it looks like uh, with regards to the Packers, they have a, a long laundry list of injuries. Um, we've got Aaron Jones, but it looks like he's going to play. Um, I, we've got AJ Dillon. He has sat out um, last week because of a broken thumb. Both uh, were limited in practice on Thursday. Both looks like they're available. It will mean that Dylan might take some of Aaron Jones's volume. So just keep an eye on that one. Uh, but it looks like they're both trending up towards playing. Um, Jaden Reed has not practiced this week. So that's a, I thought he would be back at practice um, yesterday, but he hasn't. Um, it's a really important day to see if he does come back. Christian Watson, on the other hand, also didn't practice. That's no surprise. I don't expect him to play this weekend. Uh, he's not played for much of the season. But Jaden Reed's a big one. If he doesn't log a practice today, you have to start planning for him not to play uh, this week. So that could mean a huge week for uh, Dontavian Wicks. That could even he he's also on the injury report, but he did practice in some capacity yesterday. Um, and then also you'll want to be keeping an eye on um, Tucker Craft because he could see a huge uplift uh, as a result. Um, I talked about Tommy Tremble on last night's show and then he has uh, picked up a, an illness. Uh, but I there's actually quite a few players on the uh, Panthers that uh, have picked up an illness, uh, especially in the defensive uh defensive line and also the offensive line so um i don't expect that anyone like tommy trevor to miss time through illness but i'm not also starting any of those players um right kareem hunt is on the injury report he's got a groin injury that could just be reduced workload but i would expect him to potentially uh suit up but just keep an eye on that one 
the Texans have got uh, a whole host of issues. Um, we've got at the moment CJ Stroud. I'm not expecting him to play uh, this week. It doesn't look like CJ Stroud will play. So it looks like Case Keenan again. There is better news um, for uh, Nico Collins. He did return to practice yesterday with his calf injury. It was limited, but that's a really good sign that it's likely that Nico Collins uh, will be back. Uh, and Noah Brown, who had a knee injury, is also, he's been dealing with this for a while, but he looked fine last week. It just seems to be a management piece with him. Uh, I would expect him to be fine. He also logged a limited practice uh, yesterday. Um, we still have Trevor Lawrence in the concussion pre- uh, protocol. He did not practice yesterday. Doug Pedersen did say that he was doing better, but we're not sure if he does go. Today's a big day as well for Trevor Lawrence. He's still got that uh, high ankle sprain that's affecting him. We've seen his quarterback play massively go down. I wouldn't risk Trevor Lawrence in your fantasy playoff lineups, even if he is good to go. I'm sure that there's got to be a better alternative like Jake Browning or someone out there. If there isn't, then obviously you're going to have to, but just be a bit careful uh, of that. I would say that um, with CJ Befford coming in, the big one is to see what happens with Calvin Ridley there. They could lean a lot on Travis Etienne uh, this weekend against the Bucks, who do have a good run defense when that wouldn't be an ideal game plan for them. Say so Jones has a knee and hamstring injury. He's had this knee injury all, issue, uh, all, um, all season. He's now got a hamstring issue. Um, I don't think uh, Jones is going to play this week. I think he's out. Uh, he hasn't practiced. I don't think that's going to happen. So that could mean an uptick for Parker Washington. He might see some snaps in the peripheral here, uh, especially with CJ Befford if he does play. So just keep an eye on that one. Um, we've got uh, Chris Godwin. Uh, he's coming off his best performance of the season, uh, 155 yards on 10 catches and 12 targets. Uh, he didn't practice much the week before, but he did play. Uh, he... Um, was limited on Wednesday and he had a rest day yesterday. So uh, Chris Goldwyn's going to play. Uh, I wouldn't worry about that one. Chris Goldwyn is going to play on um, Sunday. So you can start him. Um, Marquis Hollywood Brown is pretty much been questionable the whole season. Uh, I write like injury reports on Sundays and he has been questionable all pretty much. I think he's the most written about player I've written about going into a Sunday. Um, he aggravated his heel injury again. Um, I The fact that he hasn't practiced, was it Thursday? He, he's not done that a few times, so it's not an immediate he's out. Um, but let's see what happens today. If he doesn't practice today, he could trend towards being out. Either way, even if he does practice, I'm concerned that this injury is going to hamper him significantly. I would say if you've got better alternatives, Marquise Hollywood-Brown might be a player you need to sit. Um one player or two players that were added to the Bears injury report uh, yesterday was Cole Komet. Cole Komet has a quad injury. Um, we'll see what happens. I think this is a precaution ad. Um, if he practices on Friday, at least even if it's limited, I'd expect him to um, to play. And Adonta Foreman is on the list for, and it's listed as personal reasons. I don't know what this is. <clears throat> Maybe it's some time away from the team. That could mean uh, arrow up for Roshan Johnson. Uh, as the lead back, I would basically be dismissing Donta Foreman from your lineups um, and rosters. And he's someone that is effectively bench fodder at this stage. Um, 
Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Rico Dowdle has an ankle injury, but I'd expect him to take part um this week and then we've got some news on Tyreek Hill um in terms of he missed last week with a sprained ankle he was really close to going he returned to practice yesterday in a limited capacity I would expect him to play I thought he would play last week he sounded like it was really close um I think he's going to play this designation I think is just for security uh, in case there's a, a downward turn, but I would expect Tyreek Hill to definitely play in week 16. Um, and then we haven't, uh, we've got an update on uh, Devon Achan. He practiced on Thursday, so I would expect him to play. He sat out all the early practices last week. He's obviously dealing with an ongoing injury. That's going to hamper his ceiling. So, but he's still a top 24 play for me, given the offense that he is in. Um, we haven't seen, uh, I want you to be really careful about Ramadre Stevenson. Now, Ramadre Stevenson is listed as questionable. Uh, most fantasy platforms have him as going this week. I've talked about this for about three or four weeks now. He still hasn't practiced, still hasn't practiced. So he hasn't practiced since week 13. And I keep saying there is no point of bringing Ramadre Stevenson back. I've been saying this for weeks. I don't understand why you would bring him back. It makes no sense. Do not expect Ramadre Stevenson to play this week. If he plays this week, it might be one of the stupidest things I've ever seen. There's literally nothing to gain and there's everything to lose. He's still not practicing. Plan for Elliot to play and be an RB2 this week. Plan on Ramadre Stevenson being out this week. Um, but then it also wouldn't shock me with some of the bonehead decisions of the NFL this year that he does come back, but it would be stupid. I mean, it would be literally stupid. Um, Juju Smith-Schuster has logged a practice. Um, I would say that he is someone that is trending towards playing this week. Hunter Henry, on the other hand, has not practiced this week. He's someone trending towards being out, but the fact that they're on the road against the Broncos, I would be leaving this one well alone. He can just um, sit out and you go after other players this week. Uh, and I mentioned Tucker Craft and I mentioned Kate Dalton last night as uh, alternatives. Um, we've got um, Greg Dulcich. He says he, Sean Payton has said that he expects Greg Dulcich to play again this season. Um, he hasn't practiced. He's dealing with some swelling on his foot. Uh, it doesn't sound good. I don't think he's going to play, uh, but we'll see what happens. Um, Josh Jacobs and Samir White. Here's an interesting one. Now, Antonio Pierce has suggested that Josh Jacobs will play on Monday night, but he hasn't practiced. Tends to be, I, I, it's very limited background as to what we have with Antonio Pierce. 
but he seems to be a pretty straight shooter with nothing really to lose. So I think for me, I would believe him when I say Josh Jacobs uh, suits up. They still have a playoff spot to play for, and he'll want to do that with his best players. I would expect him to go. Um, they did say that he was close to going last week. It was in a decision that was made for his best interest. Um, and Pierce actually went on to say, if I had to be a betting man, I would think he plays in this game. Um, other players to watch out for, uh, Michael Mayer. He is, uh, at this moment, uh, not practicing so far this week. Today would be an interesting one. Um, a couple of players for the Chiefs that are on the list here. Jared McKinnon, Kadarius Tony, Nicole Hartman, uh, are all players that are on the, the list here. Um, I think personally, um, McKinnon, they're just being a bit cautious with him. Um, but he has missed time with a groin injury this season. So let's see what happens. Um, so I, and then we've got Clive Hilaire. Uh, he has been out, um, for the last couple of games, but he, I'm uh, sorry, Clive was there. Um, <coughs> sorry, uh, Isaiah Pacheco, he's not on the injury report. He has been practicing. It looks like he is ready to go. So, uh, I, Isaiah Pacheco looks like he's going to go. That's going to downturn what Jared McKinnon does. Uh, I would probably, because uh, McKinnon hasn't practiced, you can probably just mark him down as someone who uh, is going to get less of a role this week. So just be a bit careful, especially if Pacheco is back and it looks like he is. So just keep an eye on that one. Tony hasn't practiced and Norris Hardman, they shouldn't be on the fantasy radar uh, this week. Um, as for the Giants, really isn't any significant news other than if you're British, Jamie Gillen has a left groin injury. He hasn't practiced. We'll see what happens uh, there. And then the Eagles, uh, some disappointing news to see that uh, Devontae uh, Smith is on that list. He has been dealing with a knee injury um, and he's now dealing with a new injury, according to uh, local beat writers. Um, so he is someone that you need to keep an eye on as to what he does for the rest of the week. Uh, could be a really late decision. You might need to make that decision on Sunday if he's going to play. I imagine given the severity of uh, their situation with regards to chasing the two seed and the division, I would expect him to go unless he really cannot. So let's see if he practices in any form of limited capacity today uh, or maybe tomorrow, I would expect him to play. If he does not, then obviously I, I think you have to start planning for him uh, to be out. Um, and then as for the Ravens, you've got Zay Flowers, Odell Beckham Jr. Uh, are both on the injury report. Zay Flowers did practice in a limited capacity. He's dealing with some soreness, but he's going to play. John Harbaugh said there's absolutely no danger of him missing. Odell Beckham Jr. has an illness. He hasn't practiced. Um, I would imagine he goes, but we'll see what happens uh, tomorrow. Uh, and, and today to see if he does, but I'd imagine him to come back. Um, the 49ers only have Elijah Mitchell uh, for fantasy relevance. He's not that fantasy relevant. Uh, it just means that Jordan Mason would be the backup guy. So he's the guy. I'd be picking up Jordan Mason as a stash guy uh, for this week, and I'd be ignoring uh, Elijah Mitchell. If he's on any of your rosters, you, you can just get rid of him. Um, there isn't really much else uh, to plan for. Um, I just would highlight, and I've talked about this, just some uh, wide receiver matchups this week that I'd be a little uh, concerned about. So the ones I'm concerned about, Debo Samuel against Marlon uh, Humphrey. Uh, Marlon Humphrey is an elite corner. 
So Debo Samuel might be worth marking down slightly. He's still a startable option. He still should be started. He might just not get that absolute elite uh, coverage. So just uh, elite numbers that we've been seeing over the last few weeks. So just be a little bit careful there. Curtis Samuel, Michael Carter. I talked about that one last night. Be a little bit careful there with that matchup. He's someone that I'd be looking to fade uh, in all capacities, uh, given the situation, what's going on with the Washington uh, commanders. And then Devontae Adams, I imagine his ceiling gets capped a little bit this week against Legarius Sneed. That's going to be a tough one. You might see a little bit more Jacoby Myers this week as a result. Uh, you might not. Uh, I just think really, to be honest, the way that the Kansas City Chief D has performed this year, you, you have to start Adams. I still think he's a wide receiver too, but I have him down sort of around about the low end wide receiver two mark uh, for this week. So just someone that I'm keeping an eye on. Uh, and someone that I expect just to be a little bit cautious on. A um, few final points. Some players who are uh, significantly um, sort of underperforming uh, over the last few weeks and players that you need to sort of have on your radar as players who have underperformed. Uh, Calvin Ridley is one of the worst offenders uh, against expected fantasy points per game versus fantasy points per game. Um, so he's someone you you really, and especially if CJ Befford plays, he's a player that you'll probably need to sit out. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins, but he might actually get an hour up with Ryan Tannehill there. Uh, AJ Brown, but you're never sitting AJ Brown, but he has performed under expectations. Could be due to a regression back to the mean, but just keep an eye on there. Some other players to potentially keep an eye on. Stefan Diggs, um, Terry McLaurin, who I wouldn't play this week. Garrett Wilson, not surprised with the quarterback play. Uh, Amari Cooper, because Joe Flacco's been slinging it to uh, David Njuku. Tyler Lockett, they seem to be getting JSM more involved. Tyler Lockett might be someone you might want to keep an eye on folding. And then uh, George Pickens is another one. Inversely, players who've been absolutely smashing uh, their expected points per game versus their fantasy points per game. Um, Rashi Rice, DJ Moore, Nico Collins, um, Devonta Smith, Mike Evans, uh, Chris Olave did it last night uh, as well. Uh, DK Metcalf, he's the guy to own. Jaden Reed talks about he's a, a danger player. Uh, even Deontay Johnson is is in there. So just um, keep an eye on those uh, players because they're the ones that are looking more and more likely to smash the numbers. Um, Tyreek Hill is is at the top of that list. It's no surprise to absolutely anyone. And then some running backs to be concerned about with performance over recent trends. Travis Etienne, that might swing back to the other way if TJ Befford plays. Uh, Zach Moss, but again, he's not someone you'd be starting this week. Jalen Warren, uh, DeAndre Swift has been uh, significantly bad over the last few weeks. He's one to keep an eye on. Uh, Bijan Robinson uh, in there. Devin Singletree is still on that list, despite the fact he had a monster game last week. It's pulled him a bit closer uh, to the mean. Javonta Williams uh, and Aaron Jones. Uh, even uh, Tony Pollard is slightly below expected, but he's not too far off. Uh, players that have been absolutely smashing it over expected. Uh, Rashad White, uh, Raheem Mostert uh, have been up there. James Cook is right at the top of this list, by the way, uh, after last week's performance. Even Derek Henry has performed over expected, even though he had a disappointing week last week. And Saquon Barkley's on that list. Uh, Jamar Gibbs, uh, Kenneth Walker, who again might not play this week, Joe Mixon, Alvin Kamara, who stunk the place up last night for fantasy football purposes. Um, I think that's going to be about it. I, the only other thing I'd say is just on some roster construction. Uh, if you have some players on your bench that you're looking to 
looking to get rid of or you're looking to trim your squad, if you have a quarterback that's likely to go this week, you can pretty much bench, get rid of the bench quarterback unless it's a really good option. You're strengthening opposition. Um, that might be a sizable play and that might make some sense to you. Um, definitely get rid of backup tight ends again, unless you've got an elite option. Uh, no need to carry one of those. Just stash yourself with running backs. Uh, they'd be the ones to be looking at and just have as many of those backup running backs. Uh, the Jordan Masons of this world, the Rico Dowdles of this world, um those are the sorts of players you'll want to be picking up and having on your rosters that's going to do it uh it's a bit more of an injury update as opposed to actual strategy i outlined the strategy last week there really isn't too much to change subscribe to beat writers keep an eye on all the local news uh set alerts it's a difficult week because we've got games tomorrow we've got games sunday and we've got games monday and there's multiple games each day that makes it really difficult from a lineup perspective so the best thing to do is to log on to the team's injury practice reports for any of the players i've mentioned and keep up to date with the latest information that is absolutely the best advice you can do and that's something you've got to be doing this week and next week because next week's pretty similar as well um thank you so much for tuning in I'm not sure how I do this show next week, but I'm sure I'll come up with something, even if it's a similar format. But thank you so much for tuning in. I really appreciate each and every one of you. Um, Here is to a great uh, Christmas. I'm signing off now for Christmas uh, with regards to podcast content. I'll still be writing for PFN. Check that out on uh, the, the Twitter stream or uh, Elon Musk Fun Ground. You can check that out on there. Uh, but until then, Rush Nation, enjoy your Christmas. Hope Santa gives you everything you wanted. And if that includes a championship, then let's fingers crossed that happens for you next week. But don't forget, as always, keep rushing. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 